everybody. Welcome to Declutter Me, a podcast about organizing and decluttering your life with your host, Shalina. Hello. Hi, Shrek. How are you? I'm good. So this week we're doing part two of what we spoke about last week, which was your fridge. Um, and so today we're going to talk about the... Freezer! I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know anybody that's been that excited about a freezer, like ever. We were when we were kids because you open the freezer and you get the that's ice cream. True. So when we were kids and we were going through a very, we were very uh, like a like a frozen food revolution almost, right? Like that's yeah. when like the main like it became a mainstream thing to eat frozen food and yeah, um, packaged food. So yeah, we we did live in our freezer a lot to be fair. So with the freezer, it's going to be the same as the fridge to begin with. So you want to take everything out. Um, if you have a cool box and those cooling cubes, put them the stuff into the cool uh, cool box if it's going to take a while to clean it and everything. Most most probably it won't take that long. It, you, most you'll need is an hour. So if you can put it to the side somewhere coolish, that's fine. Um, so obviously, you know, do it in a well air conditioned house or in a cool house, not in the height of summer with no aircon on. Um, so first of all, take everything out. Uh, clean it, scrub it, use an anti-back wipe as well, and get the dust buster to clean all the crumbs and stuff. If you can take the containers out and then clean them in, you know, in soap and water, that's that's ideal. Um, and then, you know, think about what needs to go in the freezer and what doesn't. You know, what do you have? Do you really need to have all these things in the freezer? Um, there are certain things that people put in. Um, you know, I put. Uh, leftover food so I make so much food that I have I can make half I keep for leftovers to have for the next few days and then I have um, more that I put into glass containers that I then put into the freezer so a few weeks down the line when I'm can't be bothered to cook I'll look in my freezer and find ready-made food that I've cooked before and I can just defrost it and then warm it up um and so other candidates that good candidates for the freezer are um, meat, obviously, if you eat meat, pancakes, waffles, nuts, berries, lots of people put berries, uh, and fruit, big frozen fruit that they can then use in smoothies. Uh, muffins, stocks, a stock you can put into ice cubes, so it's easier, and then you can just take one ice cube out, um, you know, for the meal. Um, fish, um, and yeah, that's it, I think. Like, people put cheese sometimes and bread, I think the cheese goes a bit funny if you put it in the freezer. Bread, I've seen it, and it was a big thing in the UK, like especially you know when there were um, hurricane warnings or snow warnings, people would buy loads of bread and put it in the freezer. Some people like that, and that's fine, and then they just put it into a toaster and it tastes fine. But I, yeah, it always tasted a bit soggy to me, so I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, for me, I think the general criteria is the water content of the food generally. So if it's very high in water, like. I mean, bread is some to some extent, yes. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of these foods, so what happens is, and as we know, of course, you put water in a freezer, it become ice, mm. right? But it kind of reconstitutes when it free, uh, defrosts and mm. then it really messes it up. Like you mentioned, things take soggy. Yeah. Uh, you find that happens even with curries and things, right? Like they'll start tasting more watery and you kind yeah. of have to heat them out yeah. and kind of release some of the water because of the... It kind of messes with the texture of, of what happens. So. And also you have to bear in mind, you know, how long it's been in the freezer for. So if you can put a date on it, like, you know, get a label on there or, uh, you know, get a piece of sellotape and write on a Sharpie the date that you put it in so you know how long ago it was put into the freezer. Because I have had those moments that I've forgotten how long ago it was. I put certain leftover food in the freezer and I'm looking at it going, A, what is it? And B, when did I put it in there? So, you know, if if you do that, that's a good way to know, 
Uh, yeah, I always recommend, especially if you're putting leftovers, because the what is it is a big problem. Oh, like a lot yeah. of times, especially, you know, they all look they look alike and then it's been a long time and you're like, well, what was this one again? Like, yeah, I've had that. Especially anything that looks mincy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like certain things that if it is mince like my spaghetti bolognese and the bolognese yeah and i've, I've put well, that I mean, i've seen that even with uh like even with uh, curries and stuff so you have your dal and your other curry yeah. and this one they all look they look they're frozen the they look very similar yes, right so they do so it's one of those uh things where it's always it's always recommended that you just pop in the label so you know exactly what it is yeah it's a good idea to mention a it. lot of people especially families they have they make meals so i have seen that with people and i have friends as well who do this that they will get all the ingredients, so the chicken, the vegetables, everything, all into a Ziploc bag and have the recipe and the the label with the, the, the what the item is, and that will be put in the freezer. And then what they do is they take that all out, defrost it, and then they can just cook it immediately. So they can put it into the hot pot. Um, so there's a lot of these hot pot meals that people make um so they're all portioned up so you need to label it because you need to know what it is unless you want to have a mystery hot pot meal um so that's the thing and then also you know when you do freeze things so you know when you get uh, meat well you don't um but other people who eat meat have this thing so when we buy packets of meat um i will say buy four chicken breasts mm. i will um take out the breasts from the packet and put two into two ziplock uh, two breasts in one ziplock bag i'll put them into usable portions same for you know pieces of chicken uh, mince meat pieces of meat like you know you get some cubes of meat you put them into different ziplock bags so i separate everything so that it's easy for me especially when we make curries there's only a certain amount of things you know, a certain amount of chicken you need or a certain amount of meat or whatever you need for that curry. So you don't need to defrost everything. You just need to take out the one that you need and defrost that beforehand, right? Um, so it's good. And that means that it, it takes less time to defrost as well. Um, so that's a good thing to do. But I mean, you know, nowadays, it, we've got so many supermarkets around us. I mean, even where I live right now, there are about five supermarkets within a few meters away. So there is no reason nowadays to buy so much in bulk like you know we used to i mean i remember when growing up that we used to have to go to the london to go to the butchers there to buy meat so my mum would buy a whole lamb and get it cut up and there'd be all the pieces and then we do the separating at home so i'm that's why i'm the queen of separating meat into you know usable portions because we did this growing up but now we don't have to do that because you can get the stuff immediately from the supermarket or from the butchers. Um, it's very easy for us. So, you know, you can have less things in the freezer. So, but if you do put these things in, like, you know, your ground, uh, your mincemeat, your pieces of chicken, everything, put when you put it in Ziploc bags, make it as flat as possible. So it's easier to put it in to the freezer and to give you as much room as possible. Um, and the same with, you know, like what I said, like I put leftover food into these glass containers. I make sure that they're all the same size containers so that, and that they can all fit into one section of my freezer so it doesn't take up too much space. Um, so, do uh, you know, make sure you use the right containers. Yeah, there's, I think you can find a lot of places now which give you like these stackable containers where they're all the same size, but they may be different uh, heights. Yeah. So you can store, you know, smaller quantities and larger quantities, but they can all stack one on top of the other and stuff. So those are useful. 
And always remember, like, you know, you have to make ones that buy ones that are specific for freezers. So the plastic ones, a lot of them are not good for free uh, to use in freezers. Um, you should avoid plastic anyway, but yeah. You should, but if you already had them from before, just don't use them in a the freezer. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, what I did was I got all of them, you know, I got these glass ones from Ikea, which were perfect to use in the fridge, freezer, and they're microwavable. So they're multi purpose and useful. Um, but they're, and they're different sizes, and I fit them into the freezer, and they're perfect. Um, and I also now use them instead of Ziploc bags, I use them to put the meat in because I don't buy that much meat. But if I buy extra, then it goes into those glass containers. Um, arranging the freezer. So the things that you're not going to use that soon should be put at the back of the freezer. And the things that are going to be used sooner, uh, put them in the front. So ice cream, put it at the front because you're going to use that sooner. Um, ice cream trays, maybe. Even leftovers as well. Like I leftover, think that's something yeah. generally comes in the front, but you have your... Uh, longer term ingredients I guess you have things like meats and uh, other things that you know you're going to cook at some point but it's not your you know you don't have any immediate use for it you can kind of let it sit behind and the vegetables like you know like you get frozen peas and I get frozen sweet corn I don't use them all the time but they're there and frozen spinach like I have that all the time for the once in blue moon I make the curry with it so it's there uh, but I put it at the back um, so put them in there. Uh, freezers are a different kind of size and different kind of, they're sectioned out in different ways from fridges. So it's more difficult to use organizers. I do see the organizers in Pinterest and the suggestions that you should use organizers for fridge, uh, for freezers. But, you know, why? You know, if you're easily stacking everything up in, you know, flat, it, 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 you know, it should... You really don't need the organizers from my point of view. And I think it's clutter and it's it's wasting money unnecessarily. Um, it might look good in pictures, but I don't think it looks good uh, when you use it on a day-to-day -day basis or a weekly basis or however often you go to um, into your freezer. Um, we talked about the fridge and the door situation that the hottest part of the door, you know, the hottest part of the fridge is the door. Same for the freezers. So don't put your ice cream in the door, even though I have sometimes put extra Cornettos into the, the freezer, into those, that door bit, because it fits in there, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, preferably don't do that. Or if you do, eat it quickly. Um, and the most important thing is to label everything. Um, so I have a label machine, but to get the label machine out and label everything, it's a pain. So what I have is magic tape, which I stick on to the containers or the you know the Ziploc bags. Uh, I have these reusable ones now. Um, and you just put that on, I get a Sharpie, get the pen and write and get the one that's permanent ink so that it you can write on the tape so it doesn't go with the you know when it's in the freezer um and that's great you just write that and then you can easily remove the tape um you know when you take the container out of the freezer and use it so that's my tips for the freezer optimize the space as much as possible and don't buy too much if you know you're not going to use it so i should follow that rule as well for tomatoes only buy tomato when i need to use it for cooking um or eating um but the same for you know everybody yeah. yeah, and I think it's one of those things where you kind of discover that already by now. Like you kind of you use it, you do it a few times, and you kind of have a sense of how much you can use, uh, you know, on a week or a weekly basis. Especially, I mean, I know in our case we don't we land up being out a lot and all that. But in the case of larger families and stuff, of course, there's there is a fixed amount of things yes, you're cooking exactly, yeah. at home. So you kind of have a good sense of how much you're using on a weekly basis, and you kind of keep it to that. Or by a little less, you can make an extra trip to the store 
rather than letting something go bad, which I think is just not. So we should we should be working towards reducing waste anyway. Exactly. Yes. So it's kind of like a like a thing. Uh, but yeah, so that that ends our two parts around the fridge and the freezer. Um, as always, you can um, you know ask Shalina more questions uh, by contacting her. So you can do that either on the website, decluttermy.com or by looking her up on social media at Decluttermy. So that's the E-C-L-U-T-T-R-M-E. Um, you can catch all of our episodes for free in any of your podcast players, of course. If you haven't subscribed already, you can do that. Um, and, you know, we'd love to hear from you. So if you have other things that you guys are doing with your fridges and freezers, especially, uh, you know, let us know. We'll be very happy to share that with our other listeners. So until next week. Bye. Bye.